What's up, world? Welcome to the positive truth, uplifting, and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at the positive truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding the communities everywhere. JP, how are you, sir? Doing wonderful. I'm not a parent, Tim. Is being a parent easy? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Is great parenting something you can't replace? You can't at all. It's the best thing you can have. Goose One eyes. of the best things you can have. So that's why we're talking about awesome parent stories for this week. I got some good ones. Tim's got some good ones. And if you're a parent out there, we support you. Do sabes. Tim, what do you got? Man, my first one is a super awesome story. This happened a few months back, but I wanted to talk about it now. While countries were still in lockdown and most places were closed, these parents did something that was really, really creative that I wanted to talk about on here because I know a lot of us going to go out there and do it. So children, just like my daughter at home, they're stuck inside, can't really go outside and play with other kids. It's just boring and they want to get out. I mean, they're kids. They got all the energy in the world. So what they decided to do for their daughter was, you know what? It's your second birthday. You love McDonald's. They decided to recreate a whole McDonald's theme on the side of their house. And the coolest thing about it is they got into the car and their kids were like, where are we going? And the mom was like, I don't know. And they pull up and the dad's in the McDonald's uniform with their cheeseburger, homemade like Happy Meal is basically what they made. And they ended up you know, driving through and the kids were super excited, obviously didn't realize everything that was going on. But the fact of the matter is that these parents went above and beyond, created a cool video I'm gonna to share to the Facebook page and were as creative as can be for their children. Now we're still going through COVID, obviously here in Oklahoma it's spiking and we're gonna to have to be creative for our children during this winter. This is not an Oklahoma thing, it's spiking everywhere. Yeah, big facts, <laughs> big facts. But I know here, everybody's gonna to have to be creative for their children. And this one right here, this story right here, really inspired me to be creative with my daughter a little bit more at home because it's getting wild, man. She's two, she's running around, she's jumping and she's feisty, it's tough. Yeah, parents will do almost anything to make their children smile. Do sabes. Even if that means making your own M and putting it on your own black hat that doesn't look like the McDonald's symbol, it's all good. It doesn't matter how embarrassing the moment is, it's for your kids. Do sabes. It's not even embarrassing because it's for your kids. Say it again, JP. Not even embarrassing because it's for your kids. The man with no kids said it all. <laughs> so I have an awesome story about an awesome parent. His name is Robert Carter. And he has officially become the father of five on Friday. See, Mr. Carter, whenever he, was, he grew up, he had siblings and they were put in the foster system and they were all separated. And he was like, man, I never, like, I never want to go through that. Like, I, want, I don't want anyone to go through what I had to go through growing up. So now he's, he got older and he was like, Man, I'm gonna adopt my siblings and raise them. So that's what he did, and he raised his siblings. And now he was like, siblings are older, they can take care of themselves. He's like, all right, I'm gonna go adopt some more kids. So he adopt five siblings to all take care of them and raise them in the same home. And he's like, I'm gonna be the best parent possible. He's like, I, I understand how they feel. I understand what they went through, so it really touched me. I was already thinking about adopting all the kids, but when I saw one of them crying because they were being separated from their siblings, he was like, I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure I can adopt them all together. And he says, my goal is to make memories with them to replace the bad ones they've had. Every night I talk to them and let them know I'm your dad forever. I tell them that every night. I know what it's like to, and I'm always going to be here for you because I went through the same thing you went through. He said, one of the daughters, the oldest ones, warmed up to me so much since the beginning. At first, she hated me. 
But now she like walked into my room one night. She's like, I just want to say thanks for taking us and taking care, taking us in, and taking care of us when our real mom couldn't. Touched me so much. I love making memories. I love being a parent. Got me a little teary eye. So I love this story. I shared this to the Facebook page a couple days ago, JP, because uh, you forgot about it. No, no, no. Definitely didn't forget about it. I was gonna save this one. I love this story so much. The the only thing that you forgot to, that you left out. So whenever he turned 18, he ended up adopting his little brother and his sister that uh, ended up getting separated for. So he has the parenting skills that he needs to take care of this family. And to me, I'm like, whenever the last part is, we just... I feel like I said that Oh, you too. did? Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> so to me, to me, it's like, man, not only did he adopt his little brother and his little sister whenever he was old enough, he picked up the parenting skills that he needed to make sure he can take care of those five kids. And it's just a beautiful story all around, JP. I'm glad you brought that one today. This is a little personal and a little political, but I don't care. He's also a black man. Take that world. So let's just kill that stereotype while we're ahead. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> what do you got, Tim? Man, my next story is about eight parents. They work for about 37 hours over the weekend to surprise their children at an elementary school. And what they decided to surprise them with was something we've talked about on here before, but I think it's amazing. They decided to write positive messages and quotes in every restroom in their elementary school. They were doing their best that they can in their community to uplift their kids. They know they go to school and they deal with bullying. They go to school and they deal with all kinds of different confident issues. So as a parent, they decided to team up together, which I think that's the best way to do things for your kids, together and paint all of their restrooms. And they did a really good job. Short and sweet right there, but it's just something that something about parents do, going above and beyond and working together brings joy to my heart. I mean, I'm not a big quote person. That's more of a you thing. But where we went to school, all of our walls were blank, like the prisons, or they had graffiti on them. And I'm pretty, like, when you're young and impressionable, positive messages, positive quotes can go a long way, especially when you're seeing them everywhere. Facts. And when they're, since, since the parents did this, the teachers didn't do this, you know they're also going to get that positivity at home. That's a win-win all around. Yeah, Create absolutely. a bunch of, like, great, happy positive adults why don't uh, every school do that put like positive messages and positive people on the walls they gotta listen to the positive truth more often man i mean it seems like such a simple idea that can make every like there's there's no loss there you know what i mean i agree i agree if only we had like big corporation money we could pay artists to go on there and do it for them yeah oh we're gonna get there one day you just spoke it into the universe sir Speaking of speaking into the universe, we're halfway through, so we like to pause and do audio meditation. It's where me and Tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each, because in the stresses of life, we often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Tim, give me a good parent story. Man, so I'm so thankful for tips online. I went to the park the other day with Layla, and she's running. Like, I kid you not, she is my daughter to the T. There's this big hill at Scissortail Park. She just kept running up it and down it and up it and down it to a point where Edna was like, I'm not following her anymore. She's just going to have to go. <laughs> <laughs> so long story short, my daughter has energy for days. Um, but issue is that uh, she crossed this little rope at the park and she's two years old. So this temper tantrum she threw when I told her no was the most ridiculous thing in the world. It got to the point where we had to leave, right? I'm frustrated. I'm driving home. Edna's like, yo, just relax. <laughs> we get to the house, um, feed Layla, put her down for a nap. And I'm still kind of frustrated because, I mean, she, she just went ham, threw herself on the ground, was trying to fall down a hill. It was the most ridiculous thing ever. Edna showed me this video, and it was a tip, a parenting tip. It's like, hey, it's perfectly normal for two-year-olds to throw temper tantrums. It actually shows, like, 
that they're healthy. Like they're supposed to go through this, allow them to go through it. It was just one of those things reassuring me that like, you're not a bad parent. Your daughter isn't that bad. <laughs> Let her live. There is no manual for parenting. Man. And I'm so glad that anybody that left a tip online to help us out. Cause for me, I'm like, yo, what two year old does this? Ugh. Email tips, email parody tips at the positive truth. And <laughs> Please do. Like this two year old I have is something else. <laughs> um, I'm not a parent. So, um, I can only, I think I gave a pop story last Monday. Let's give a good mom story. <laughs> so my mom told me recently on her birthday, she used to punish me by doing things I didn't like doing. <laughs> 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 so like I would have to follow her to like the sewing store. And like, yeah, I hated it. I, but to, in retrospect, it's so funny because it was so effective. Like she would threaten me. I remember like she did certain things they like put me in line so quickly without ever having to like smack me. One thing she did when I was in like ninth grade, I was doing awful in class. She's like, you see this journal? You're gonna have to sign, the teacher's gonna have to sign it. You're gonna have to have the teacher sign it every single day and bring it and show it to me so I know you did your homework and you like, you did everything, you turned everything in or you're going to be in massive trouble. So I'm like ninth grade, care about how my peers feel about me, and I'm like carrying this journal and getting it signed. And every teacher is like talking about it out loud to the class. And I'm super embarrassed about it. That hurts. <laughs> and my grades were a lot better than recording, yo. <laughs> you know how bad I would have been roasted by all of my friends? Oh, it was, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> Man, good times. Good she time. also used to threaten me. She like, if you don't start doing your homework, I'm going to come around and follow you in class. I'm gonna show up to all your classes and sit there with you. And I was like, nope. Negative, I am straight. Let me get my grades together. <laughs> nope, so yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's great parenting right there. That's great parenting. The fear, the fear was real. It wasn't even like getting hit, it was just like, that's worse. That, that is way <laughs> worse, like way worse than getting hit, for me anyways. <laughs> <laughs> for me too. So yeah, shout out to mom for knowing what to do to get me in line. Got me. <laughs> what do you got for us, sir? I have a story that's probably Tim's favorite positive news story ever on here that he forgot. I have a lot of favorites. <laughs> so I didn't know this one. This one's really good. So in Dallas, Texas, it's 2018. The school had a breakfast with dad event. Oh, yeah. And so they needed, there's about 50 kids there that didn't have dads. And they're like, we need 50 extra men to show up. What happened to him? Oh man, like 600 dads showed up, right? Exactly. <laughs> man. So 600 dads showed up and they had like this big community meeting, like what it's like to be a parent, what we can do in the school, had the dads show them how to make ties. They've been doing it every year since then. It's only grown. They have like a thousand dads extra showing up. And it's helped the community out so much in, the, in Dallas. Again, one of those events all schools should throw where it's like you get all these you get all these young men and fathers in this auditorium and you're like, our school is trying to help raise your child. This is what we need from you. What is it like to be a father? Let's do some like bringing men together. Awesome positive news stories on the Positive Truth Podcast. You are right. That is my, that's my number one favorite story. <laughs> the, re the reason why I do like the story and it's growing on me even more, man, I actually read an article that 
other schools were inspired by that story. Like they're doing it throughout Texas, they're doing it throughout the United States. I cannot wait. We may have to actually start it here in Oklahoma one day when we're a little bit older and more manly, you know? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but we, in all reality, we may have to start something like this because that to me is amazing. Like tying a tie, going in there, showing a kid how to tie a tie, create a relationship, and now all of a sudden you have a little brother, somebody that if you need to talk to, you can call me. On top of that, like a bunch of like, you create whole groups of parents and dads that can hang out with their sons. Boom, nice little community there. So you're not as isolated. Man, and being isolated right now, stories like that are what we need. So I guarantee you all those people that went, have been going to these events, during the coronavirus, they've had people to reach out and help them. Ooh, sagas. Man, I love that story, you are right, man. Dang, JP. What do you got, Tim? <laughs> well, my last story of the day is about the Moore family. So the Moore family got involved in childhood cancer advocacy and fundraising soon after their daughter, Georgia, she was diagnosed with leukemia. And this happened the day after her 10th birthday. And while dealing with all kind of infusions, 20 mo 28 months of treatments after later, um, her motto decided, she decided her motto was gonna be just keep swimming. Um, so she ended up winning her battle with cancer, but that didn't stop them. Um, they decided to start a Georgia and Peachy Keens Hero Fund for the St. Baldrick's Foundation, and it was created to celebrate the fifth year her cancer diagnosis uh, was passed. Um, the Nemours know how lucky they are for Georgia to be alive, because now she's in college, and she's proven the treatment protocol to follow, and they want all kids facing cancer diagnosis to know that there's hope. Now, their mission, though, to me, is really, really cool. So this foundation is committed to funding the most promising research to find cures for childhood cancers and survivors long health to help survivors during their long healthy lives as a leukemia survivor georgia and her hero fund inspire others to just keep swimming by raising awareness hope and research dollars the peachy keens funds has raised over hundred and seventy five thousand dollars to date and what's cool about this her mom actually created another group it's called the 46 mamas the group of cancer moms that georgia's mom courtney helped lead has now raised over 2.5 million dollars so to me, it's a family that went through something and they decided, you know what, we're gonna give back to everybody we can. And it didn't stop there. They created even more groups that created even more money to help out foundations all over the world. You want an instant follow-up that's gonna make that story even better? Oh, please do. So that fund was funding a, like a toddler that had leukemia. And there was a video that went viral of a dad dancing with her. And then the toddler ended up conquering the leukemia. And it was because of that group that they got the money from it. Man, that was a follow-up for us today. <laughs> Take that world. Bonus positive true stories with JP. I actually didn't talk about that story. We have too many positive news stories. So. Dude, I'm glad you brought it up now. The fact that you're able to remember it is impressive. So yeah, absolutely awesome. Shout out to the Moore family. So my last one is stats because you know I'm a number person. Facts. So... Millennial dads are spending three times as much time with their kids as their fathers spent with them. Check out this statistic, Tim. In 1982, 43% of fathers admitted they'd never changed a diaper. I believe it. My uh, my father-in-law has never changed a diaper. Wow. Well, I take that back. Never changed any of his granddaughter's diapers, just the grandsons. That number is down to 3% today. 3%? 3%. That is impressive. Sorry for yelling in your ears, everybody. <laughs> And parents are now spending twice as much time with their children as they did 50 years ago. I know that might seem crazy, but we have a lot of good parents out here. Facts. They're trying, and they're getting better every single day. Give them credit where credit is due. Do you have a parent quote before I, we get out of here? I do, sir. Behind every young child who believes in himself 
is a parent who believed in him first. Quotes by Tim. Now that's the truth. Do sabes. We appreciate everyone for listening. We're out. Stay positive.